Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Capitalist Investor. Got a huge show for you guys this week. Wait, wait, wait. You guys say huge. Huge. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about a lot of good stuff today. It's going to be awesome. We're going to keep it upbeat and positive. I don't know about that. But we'll at least it's hard to do. <laughs> okay. All right. So as always, you got uh, Luke and you got Tony. Welcome back. How you doing? <laughs> so... So hey, we got a lot of things to uh, to talk about this week, but I thought I I, th- I think we should start off talking about weddings. I just <laughs> I just came back from a wedding, um, and they had the late night food truck, um, which was fantastic, and that got Tony talking about some some fancy weddings he's been to. But I just had to get this off my chest because it was amazing. So basically, it's like this big box truck that rolls up, right? And then the whole back of it, they have like this heating tray filled with a bunch of stuff from McDonald's. So you got your double cheeseburgers, you got McChickens, you got chicken nuggies, you got got, uh, french fries. So you got a whole spread back there. And then for dessert, they had probably, you know, imagine like a eight foot by four foot display just filled with candy. So, you know, you got Twix bars, Twizzlers. I saw Chris eating Twizzlers. Which they didn't is have Snickers? Remind, oh, they had Snickers. Aye. They had everything you can imagine. I mean, they had like Big League Chew. Like, you remember that? I thought yeah. that was now outlawed. They had like the candy cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, everything you can imagine from, you know, our childhood, basically. Uh, well, mine and Tony's. I don't know <laughs> what you had in your childhood. <sighs> okay, boomers. <laughs> no, I, um, so, do they have uh, Big Macs? They did not have Big Macs. Inflation. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so, uh, so yeah, you know, so Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were um, alluding to earlier about all those fancy weddings you've been uh, that, to? I've been to two really, really, I, I don't know, I couldn't even, when I, when I put a price tag to something, like it's normally half of what it really costs. So I would say these weddings were easily 150 grand each. Oh. I, I, and so that means they were at least two to 250. <laughs> I don't know. But one was, um, one was in New Jersey. And oh my God. Like, so you walk in, it was all shuttle bus. They put you in a room, giving everybody wine. Then they send you into the appetizer area. And, <laughs> and like, you name it, they had it. They had sushi, pizza, stir fry. Like, it was dinner. It was like a buffet dinner. And then you sat down for dinner and doing all that. And there's a point in the, in the whole night where I, it was like, do I drink or do I eat? Because I can't do both. <laughs> so I decided to eat. It's a good and, problem to have. Because <laughs> right? you can't do both. You just you can't. So, But anyway, then then um, then dessert came. And it was like this huge production. It Like, you looked on the one side of the room and you just thought it was a divider. And then they dropped the curtain. <laughs> and I'm talking chocolate fountains, candy <laughs> machine, oh, yeah. like or ca- cotton candy about. machines. Like the old school... Any type of old school candy you can mm-hmm. think. Of. I need to get some better friends. I don't think oh, any of my friends are having any God. kind of these weddings. It's so nuts, dude. Um, and like I said, it's it's probably half of whatever I thought it would what I would pay if I were even going <laughs> to think of paying something like that. But. All right. So while we're on this, real quick, I have a wedding on Saturday. I'm going to. Um, it's down in Kentucky, and we all know what Kentucky weddings mean. Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. So looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, my girlfriend's friends going to be down there. It should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to hearing what they had on uh, what they have. Uh, for bottles down there. Yeah, you might. After the show, you're probably gonna ask me to buy you one down there, right? I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, if, 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 if everyone here doesn't know, Tony's collection, bourbon collection, is is astounding. 
it's he's got a nice nice little collection so (laughs) it's better than mine's mine's working its way up but um (laughs) the funny thing about going down to kentucky to find bourbon is you can't find bourbon down there it's just it's just weird and ironic (laughs) right it's all sold out all the time yeah (laughs) all right well let's um talk about what maybe it's going on in the investment world because we could talk about weddings and Taco Bell. We had another Taco Bell discussion. We won't. Yeah, we'll save that. that for we'll the end. We'll save that for the end. Who do you think so, that was? Let's ask the viewers. Who do you think that was? All right. So, so Snap reported today. So it's Tuesday, and they're down forty percent. They just got smashed. And the biggest takeaway that I saw was something that they made in their um, in one of their calls is that the macro environment is deteriorating further and faster than expected. And I'm like. Duh. And, and the reason I say that is because I'm, I feel, you know, how many, you know on, on social media, you know how many pictures I've seen of people taking pictures of the gas pump? Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone's doing it because yeah. it's over $100 a tank. I don't care what, car, what size car you have. Yeah. It's 100 bucks, <laughs> And it only takes one or two $100, $120 tank fill-ups for you to say, I think I'm just going to sit home this weekend. <laughs> exactly. It's only going to take one or two. And I would say in the next one or two months, you are going to start seeing a mass reduction of, you know, the spending, it Discre- might cu- discretionary spending. I think, and that is, that was so I, I, further deteriorating further and faster. I, I 110% agree. It might cost less to take an Uber now than to drive your car. I mean, seriously. Um, but no, Snapchat, you know, what's interesting to me is that you had Facebook, Pinterest, all these other social media platforms fall like 15%, 20% with Snapchat on the assumption that the whole sector is going to get hard, hit hard, right? And then you also have the market down 3.5% today right now as we speak, like 3%. And Snapchat's a $30 billion company. And when you add up like you know, Pinterest and Facebook, yeah, I get it. It's like a $600, $700 billion you know, social media, $700 billion industry. I get that. Right. But like that's such a small part of the overall market. And that one thing, everyone's just like eyeing that and saying, this is going to apply to the whole entire economy. Right. And the question is, is it specific to maybe advertising spend? Because I mean, Snapchat, Facebook—they're all advertisers, right? They're—they're—is their advertising spend going to come down? Are users not using the platform, or is this a saying across the board that the whole economy is, has issues and we're 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 here to, you know, we we got a lot to get through over the next six months? Is that what you think? That's what the market's I, saying? I I think it is. I think they're. I, I think we're starting to price in the bad news coming. So when the bad news does really come, it's <laughs> not going to hurt as hard. But I was actually really surprised to see a lot of the, you know, store consumer kind of things like Kohl's and and Target came out. They got smacked last week. I was actually kind of surprised that like Dollar General got smacked so hard because I think when inflation starts going up, which is here, you're going to find a lot more people going to those discount retailers to buy items. And, And I was just, I was actually surprised that they... Like you said, everything gets affected, and that was one of the stocks. I'm like, man, I can't believe they're down 20%. They were down 20% one of the weeks. One of the other points is everything gets affected a lot quicker 
in today's world because of social media and the flow of information. So what I mean by that is, you know, Snapchat coming out with a report, the whole market drops, you know, 2%, 3% intraday, like basically like that. Like it's, it doesn't take much time for people to realize what's happening in the economy. And, and that's the same thing with, you know, the overall drop in the stock market, the NASDAQ being down 30%, the SP being down 20%. What's the stat, Tony, you had coming into today? Oh, like the, the worst like uh six first six months in history or something the it, stock market the, the the from now to like mid-may just call it um we're down like it was like 16 yeah. percent. i think that's where we were yesterday maybe we're down 18 today or something so the year to date year to date just call it yeah just call it year to date this is the fourth worst start of a season for 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 um the the stock market so worst start in the last hundred years from this point going forward, so call it another, what, seven and a half months or something like that, six and a half months, on average of the last 15 worst starts, the average return is 10% positive going forward. So there might be some light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, fingers crossed. But there was another statistic. We have eight, eight down weeks in a row. Right. That, and that hasn't happened in 100 years. There's and so many things are happening. Of, I think that's part of the flow of information. I truly do. Because back, like, if you take a look at previous recessions and bear markets, you know, I think the average was like 22 months, like, that a bear market exists. Because it takes a lot longer for information to flow throughout the economy, people to contact their brokers, people to manage money, like... Now people are on their phones making trades and selling the same day they hear this information or buying the same day they get good information. I'm, the same second. Right. Yeah. So when the, everyone says the bear market's going to, you know, the average bear market's 22 months and, and this is going to take a while to figure itself out, I think a lot of the bad news, you know, is priced in because everyone panics so quickly because yeah. fear and greed goes to the extremes even quicker now than it ever has before. Yeah. And plus, I mean, we keep on bouncing off the bear market barometer of minus mm -hmm. 20%. Uh, you know, the average bear market, I believe somebody said it was like 30, negative 35%. Yeah. So do we have more to go or are we just going to keep on bouncing off this 20% mark, which is called the bear market? I don't know. But it, it, it then kind of leads into it's the Fed's job to do a quote unquote soft landing. And I, I said it a few weeks ago. I'm like, that's like the equivalent of landing a jumbo jet on a postage stamp right now. <laughs> and it, there's a there's a um, a um, a term called stagflation, and I, and I'm surprised that it, it creeps up in some conversations that I see online. But the definition of stagflation is growth slows, demand falters, unemployment rises or steadily rises, and inflation keeps on climbing. I mean, I don't know. I could say three out of those four we are checking off those boxes uh, you know, demand falters. I mean, okay. I, I think demand's going to start to falter relatively quick as we continue to fill tanks of hundred dollar gas. Um, but the, it's the unemployment part. There's so many jobs out there. So I don't know. Like it's stag <clears throat> the unemployment is keeping us away from the term stagflation. And it, it, and it's actually so, you know, I think Chris, our engineer said earlier today, it was like, how can we be in a recession when there's so many jobs available? And that's a good question. That That is a key number to keep your eye on to see if all of this is uh, priced in, if a lot of this is overreaction based on just having so much information out there. You know, and this is what Mark has said many times, you know, 
that's the first thing that's going to go. The number of available jobs out there, whatever it is, like 12 million or something right now, you're going to start to see that ratchet down pretty quick (laughs) because if it's what Snapchat is saying and what uh, Walmart started, Walmart reporting, I feel, is kind of what really kicked this off into people's minds. Like, hey, well, you know, lower to middle income people shop at Walmart for a lot of their necessities. Inflation is hitting those people first and fast, and it's already getting into companies' bottom lines. You know, you saw that with Walmart. And now I think people are just kind of projecting out in their mind what that is going to, you know, do to the economy and the stock market for the next uh, 12 months, you know, at least. So, you know, I think a lot of it is priced in already. You know, as soon as you get that bad news, you get you get the big, big negative days like we've seen a lot. But I think when you really start seeing those job postings go away and that's when we're going to get into real problems, if it gets that far, because I I don't know if it gets that far. But if all those job postings go away and then the new hires, you know, the people who and we've talked about this before, you know, the people who just got on uh, on board you know, they used to be making $90,000 a year and now they're making $160,000 in their new job. Those are the next jobs that are going away. And when that happens, then we're going to see, if that happens, then we're going to see kind of prolonged periods of, of downturn. It is going to happen. <laughs> and I will reference my own due diligence. I took it the time out of my day. It was like last night. I went on to LinkedIn. And okay, before I even get to this, we all seen the Wall Street movie, how they hire people to follow like airplanes, like to go figure out where the executives are going and things like that. Like that's what that happened like in the 80s and 90s. Like this due diligence is key to the market, like finding out information is any way that you can. And I was on LinkedIn last night. And I searched um, for people that got fired from their jobs. Like I was searching on the LinkedIn bar, people looking for jobs. And what I found is a ton of people in the recruiting industry are looking for jobs because they got laid off from their previous jobs. That means companies are firing their recruiting departments, meaning that slowing is happening. There's 100% happening within, within HR departments. Um, you know, my, my girlfriend just actually just got a new job. Um, she switched jobs and she's in HR. And uh, thankfully, she's the only one in the HR department because I'd be <laughs> a little worried if uh, if there was multiple people and she just got this new job because I think there's definitely slowing in the economy. And the first thing that goes, like you said, there's job postings. But even before that, it's really the recruiters. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the biggest takeaway from this earnings season is margins are starting to roll over. And margins can only be compressed so far until a company says, I, I, I got to pass that on to the consumer or I need to, we need to tighten the belt. And that's like, hey, everyone's got to roll up their sleeves. We got to let go of a couple people and some people are going to be stressed. You know, they're going to be a little bit stressed on their, their uh, work-life balance a little bit because everything around us is going up in, in price. So. So it, it's the Fed's job to get this right. And, you know, there's so, you know, there's so many talking heads out there and they want them to, you know, increase the rates. We're behind the curve on where we should be. Um, you know, and a lot of people, Jamie Dimon, I saw like, I'm surprised he's not doing 75 or hundred basis point moves. I see some other people saying, man, it's probably going to end up stopping. It's getting really bad Here's out the here. the problem with these talking heads though. <laughs> they all have agendas. Like the, the, the Jamie Dimon's of the world, they get, they, you know, they're making bigger spreads when the interest yes. rates are higher. I'm just, I'm just saying like, you can't even, it's hard to even trust who you're watching. It, it, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's annoying. 
It's, you got to see. You got to see where the sort, where that information is coming. You got from. to, and you've really got to do your own due diligence. You've got to figure out what what bias people might have. Like it's that's the thing about yeah. with that stuff. Yeah. Powell's got a tough job. That's man. why there's always a bull and a bear. Yeah, and he's do. got a tough job, but he got a, he got himself there. So he's got a tough job, but he's also messed it up the past. Yeah, two years. he got he got himself in the bed like that. He's got to get out. So good luck, man. So um, do you do you think so we can. We were talking conspiracy theories before. Oh, I love conspiracy. So <laughs> we're going to go there. <laughs> Give me one. So, so do you think Powell, the Fed chairman, do you think he slow played the, you know, the obviously the obvious need to raise interest rates? We basically wasted a year, if not more, um, with no interest rate hikes. While he was saying, you know, this is transitory, transitory. Do you think that was his actual opinion? Or do you think he was getting pressure from other sources not to do anything to mess up the stock market? Ooh. Both. <laughs> um, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I guess from Powell's standpoint, like he's he's in a bad situation from both sides. Like he's got his own agenda. He's got to keep up with. Um, he's definitely talking with talking heads that are connected to the stock market. Like <laughs> it's he, he, they have both sides talking with Powell. But even before that, I think it's. The question of did they wait too long? Did Powell like purposely delay it to try to prop up the stock market? That kind of thing. I think what we went through was inevitable, whether or not Powell would have hiked sooner or not, because the shutdowns, the whole economy is screwed up because of the shutdowns. Still supply is supply chain. Still is, and supply chains messed up. Supply chain's a big part of the inflation. Like China's still locked down, man. Like yeah. wait till that trickles through. Right. <laughs> Seriously. But and nobody talks about the lockdowns. It's all oh inflation, inflation, supply chain issues. Oh, 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 we didn't raise rates fast enough or we didn't raise rates soon enough. Well, none of that matters because this would have existed none of these issues would have exi- existed at all if we just didn't shut down the damn economy for basically a year straight. I mean, mm-hmm. what was it? Like two weeks to slow the spread turn into like two years? Yep. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what's the con- done is that's done. That's the conspiracy to me. Yeah. What what's done is done, <laughs> and we can't fix it. But yeah, the the fact that we were shut down for so long is just unbelievable. Yep, you're right, and it, it keeps going back to that. Every time I'm having conversations with anyone, or if I'm having them <laughs> with myself, that yeah, that's that's exactly what it comes down to. And you wonder if anyone would have acted differently, knowing what what we know now. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, COVID's. There is is very rampant right now. You're not hearing too much about it, though. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I know a lot of people who have it, who are getting it. it it's out there. I don't mm-hmm. really see it on the headlines. Why not? <laughs> That's a conspiracy. <laughs> like, why not now? You're seeing monkeypox, though. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. And, I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. When are we talking think, about Taco Bell? Let's go. I think I think we've made it there. Haven't <laughs> All right. We're well, talking so, about. I think Tony was talking about his belt being, you know, tightening his belt. Nah. My belt doesn't <laughs> tighten anymore. No, because of Taco Bell. I just said when I'm, I show up at Taco Bell, it's not good for anybody. <laughs> for the person taking my order, me, and the anyone that's in the car with me and behind me, because I don't go enough, and they always seem to have new stuff on the menu, and they also have 200 items on the menu. I'm a very slow decision maker, and it's just a bad – it's a bad event for a lot of people. So I don't go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I usually ask the person next to me, like, what's good? And they'd laugh at me. Everything. <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, so. 
I'll, I'll go back and get a Mexican pizza. They're they're coming back. Out, yeah, right? that's how this started. <laughs> <laughs> Luke doesn't like Mexican pizzas, which is insane. I it's, like American it, pizza. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the. <laughs> You're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> so. <laughs> what? Why? You can't say American pizza after I say Mexican pizza. People Why? have been canceled for, for less. Everything is racist these days. <laughs> I should have said Italian pizza. My bad. <laughs> So yeah, that's how all this came up. I had uh, the the Mexican pizza uh, back uh, uh, a week ago or so when it came out. For uh, I don't know why they even got rid of it, but it's back and it's the best thing on the menu by far. Well, I'm really pissed off. If I'm being honest because they got rid of my steak nacho fry burrito, <laughs> and that stuff was fire. Really, and they had it for one month. I'd never. I even went heard to of three it. locations to try to get that thing this past <laughs> weekend. And um, but all three of them said they were they, they didn't have it, so I guess their Taco Bell nationally is got rid of it. But anyway, I spend thirty dollars every time I go to Taco Bell. And my order is fifteen to twenty, fifteen to twenty <laughs> items. Um, that's why I really need to start working out again. Um, but it's two minutes down the down the street from my house, mm-hmm. so I walk there all the time. But anyway, this is walking there. Well, hey, walk there and back. Getting you burn some, in a few calories. So, so while we're on this topic, what are your guys' favorite uh, fast food restaurants? Fast food. Um, hmm. Chick-fil-A is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're nuggets. Uh, they're spicy. Actually, that's what's fire at Chick-fil-A is their breakfast. They have a they have a yeah. chicken sandwich mm-hmm. where you get an egg and some bacon on it and you oh, throw yeah. some mayonnaise and it's on a biscuit. Serve it up every dude, that's Ooh. still so good. So good. It's real good. I I, I celebrate <laughs> their entire menu. Except Chick-fil-A, <laughs> their their waffle fries are awesome if they come right out of the fire. But like five minutes after that, they're soggy and not good. Yeah. Uh, that's my one one complaint with Chick Fil A. Go ahead. Well, I got one <laughs> under the radar. So Dairy Queen, their food menu, their burger menu is lights out. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than McDonald's, Burger King, all, no. all of it. I don't even know if Burger King. Have exists. you tried they the new Wendy's closing. bourbon bacon no. um, glazed? Barbecue, like chick hamburger <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> no. It's so good. No. Anyway, all right. Besides us being fat, um. <laughs> so that's how. So so my order at Taco Bell. We're talking about inflation here. Uh, it was like nineteen dollars, and I just got the. I got a Crunchwrap Supreme meal and a Mexican pizza and another taco, and it was like really? nineteen dollars. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Because you're not doing Taco Bell right. I you guess order not. everything off the dollar value menu. <laughs> <laughs> you don't order the actual seven dollar meals. That's, you talk about, right? but I'm looking for that gourmet taco. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I'm looking for that experience. Like, you, you know how many so, so regular tacos good, I've had question, from Taco Bell? Leading into like, do they, did they get rid of their Diablo sauce? No, no, so it's still good. there. Okay, oh, yeah, so good. So leading into that, real quick, let's, let's end on maybe this this note. Like, people have been going out to eat a lot. Like, people groceries are expensive. Going out to eat now is expensive. Are people just gonna like stop eating like like <laughs> as much, or are they gonna shop down and go to like McDonald's or Taco Bell rather than going out to eat? Because I mean that's that's a question. I mean again, everything in the market and economy is based on humor, human psychology and consumer behavior. It is right. So when people are faced with certain decisions, them going to different places, there's always money to be made somewhere, mm-hmm. right? What do you guys think, and where's where's that money to be? Made? The money's the money's going towards the value meals. If, if you're looking at you know restaurants things like that so it's not 
you know, maybe even even maybe even like uh, Applebee's. You know, they got mm-hmm. maybe they still got that two for twenty. They, they have half off. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I know <laughs> food way too well. I just went to Applebee's on Saturday or Sunday for the first time in like a couple years. They have half off apps still. All right. So I ordered six appetizers. All right. Like three points of three. <laughs> I ordered six. You should write your own book. You know, create your own diet plan. You <laughs> six. The Applebee's diet. <laughs> it's game oh. season, bro. Uh, gaining okay so that's that that's a good question i'll ask luke, answer luke's last question i i i don't go out as much nearly as much to restaurants now as i used to and it just happened this weekend like i i went to costco for our weekly shopping they had the tomahawk mm. steaks uh they were on sale it was like 29 dollars for over a two pound tomahawk oh, wow. steak i cooked it up i can cook it Basically as good as a restaurant can, and and I ate it <laughs> for thirty dollars. That same steak at you know Red was probably is easily over a hundred bucks. Yeah, easily. And, and I'm not I'm not getting out of there for you know my family of four for under two hundred and fifty dollars. You yeah. know, and, so. and you're not getting the donut holes. Oh, those things those, are amazing. The, the inject it <laughs> with God knows all the good stuff. Those things are really good. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. If you have any questions, comments, topics for the show, uh, shoot us an email at info at swpconnect.com, and we will talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.